talk for a minute about when you are laying in the bed at night and you're wondering about things and maybe you're afraid about something happening at work and wondering where you stand. Maybe you're afraid of a relationship and do they really like you? Or there's that health struggle or a struggle with one of your kids or any of the thousand things that can keep you up. And we are obsessed with whatever it is that we're churning on, that we're tossing and turning and getting an upset stomach over. But what we don't realize is those things matter, but they're not the key places we're actually going to be able to relax if we could solve all those. Because if we could solve all those problems, we'd have new problems. That there's actually a deeper way to word this, that on the inside we just need to be able to get to a place that we can go... It's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. It doesn't mean it doesn't suck and it doesn't mean it isn't isn't hard or difficult at points, but it's going to be okay. Now, let's make this tangible, real, practical, not just some uh, pie-in-the-sky, airy-fairy thing. haven't used that phrase on the podcast before. Uh, Here's what I want you to understand. My focus on the podcast right now is your 10,000-step journey. It was helping you live out your mission the first six months of this year. This is about building an incredible community. And the theme that we're going to be talking about these next few podcasts is how to ignore distractions and what needs to be ignored. Um, And as we talk about what needs to be ignored, we need to learn the difference between an external distraction and an internal distraction. An external distraction are the things that I was just that the the things that I was just wording, they matter and we need to think about them. But what I mean is the way we approach it in our mind is actually going to hold us back. So we want to learn to recognize the real internal distraction that is fueling the angst. Now, what does this have to do with building a community? Because if you walk into the team meeting or if you're trying to think about who needs to know what, or if you're walking in to hang out with one of your kids or you're hanging out with your spouse, whatever, When you are internally distracted with your fears, concerns, and worries, you will miss what's happening around you, and you won't be able to build community. So we want to get you into a state that you are focused and distraction-free. And the way that we're going to be able to do that is by understanding that really at the core, if we knew that there would be enough that it was going to be okay, we would be able to face the demands and challenges of life rather than just stewing and ruminating over them. It does you no good to constantly play them over and over in your mind. So we got to talk and think about things in a different way. Uh, We want to learn to notice and reframe our internal distractions, okay, so that we don't succumb to external distractions. So let me ask you this. Who's laying in bed and thinking, where are my skills losing their edge from not being challenged enough? What was my last adventure and when is my next one? When did I last make something, teach something, share something, ship something that that made me feel vulnerable that I was putting myself out there? Um, Where in my current relationships... Am I failing to not enjoy someone, right? I mean, I could go on and on with this. I I love thinking about these things because from team meetings, hallway conversations to structuring our to-do list, if we're not aware of the, the energy, the narrative, the story that we're running on, internal distractions 
keep us from doing the hard, important work that will make the most difference to the community that we're building. Honestly, uh, let me just explain this a little bit more. This is one of the problems I've had with SightShift because at its deepest level, I get to see you know, change and people go through this dramatic change. It's very powerful. But as I've done things online, uh, part of the traction that I'd like to see that hasn't happened, um, it's because I'm trying to word things in a deep way. But typically, people aren't laying in... I'm not trying to word things in a deep way. I'm trying to word them in a true way, I would say. But typically, people aren't laying in their bed going, oh my gosh, am I growing my skills like I should? It's just not how people think or talk. So one of the things I'll be doing as we relanguage some things online, it'll be talking about it in a way that helps people... uh, It helps connect to more people and what they're actually thinking about. And then as they engage the process whether it's the podcast or coaching or a book or a resource, then they can start to understand what is really happening. But, you know, you'd be on this, you've been on this journey with me. If, you're, if you've been listening to the podcast for a while or if somebody's just recently shared this with you, um, I want to run through, you know, four things that you need to, that are going to motivate you to learn to notice your internal distractions uh, as we set up where we're headed this month. Look, if you can learn to notice your internal distractions, you're going to work smart. The essence of working smart is not using your day in an ineffective way. You're just not moving sideways. You move the cause forward. And if you feel desperate to prove something to the world world, or you're hiding yourself, you're going to work hard at the wrong things. You're going to miss the exponential power of just getting daily traction by showing up with nothing to prove or hide. You want to learn to notice your internal distractions so you can make better and faster decisions. The more your leadership grows, the more complex variables you'll face in your decisions. The more complex your variables, the more you need to reduce decision fatigue and recognize what will distract you. So the more you recognize your internal distractions, the quicker you can cut through the fog about what's real and what isn't. Three. You want to learn to notice your internal distractions so you can stop thinking people and problems are distractions. People and problems aren't distractions. The fear that causes you to be consumed with scarcity causes you to say things like, I don't have energy for this problem. I don't have time for this person. And while it may be true that the person or the problem is a distraction, You just won't know really what's going on if you're consumed with your own internal fears. You're going to miss cues and signals. You won't notice the hundred signals being communicated in the team meeting. You won't notice the system breakdown. You won't notice the loneliness in somebody else's eyes. Four, learn to notice your internal distractions so you can start building your own party. See, internal distractions keep you from building the community you'd want to join. So when external distractions keep you insecure, you're going to keep trying to break into someone else's part of your community, falsely thinking that will fix everything. I want to help you so that the internal internal distractions lose their power and you can notice what others miss and ignore what distracts others. And you can't ignore external distractions until you set yourself free from the internal distractions. So we're going to look at four different internal distractions over the next few weeks. And the first one, the first internal distraction that drives a lot of the fear and the worry that would keep you up at night is I'm too late. I'm too late. 
it doesn't matter whether I'm talking to a college student or somebody who's in their 60s. When this internal distraction is operating on the inside of you, this narrative of fear, there's no abundance, it spills over into the comparison. Look at where they are. Look at what they've accomplished. Look at what they've gotten done. I'm too late. I'm too late. I remember when I first started talking about sight shift or talking about identity in 2008 and just became consumed with it. Um, There was academic research being done on it, and there were authors who had talked about it here and there, but it didn't have nearly the, uh, you know, usage that it does today. And yet, you know, I've, you could say, missed some opportunities to gain some ground online because I've kept wording things in a deep way, like I was saying earlier. That's okay. I'm not too late. Look, there's a thousand and one reasons you could tell yourself that you're too late. And I could share a thousand and one stories of people from young to old with every hardship imaginable that started with what they had and where they were. You're not too late. It's just starting or it's taking the next step. And here's how I can tell you this is not BS and this is not hype. If you're here and you still care, it's not too late. So for that relationship that's really troubling you, the family situation you'd like to see turn around, the way you're being neglected at work, the way that um, you're in an energy of proving and hiding and getting exhausted by that, if you're hearing my voice and you care and you want to change, it's not too late. And that's a starting point. And when you can grab a hold of that starting point, then you can start to learn that, hey, that's the internal distraction. Now, there's other ones, but that's one of the internal distractions that fuels all the things that keep us consumed and up at night. So I hope that helps just to speak into you, give you some encouragement, and we're going to keep this theme for the next few weeks and really zero in on what these distractions are. But if you're here and you care, it's not too late, and I'm glad you're here. Have a great one. Peace.